Welcome to the Chasing Passion Podcast. My name is Dom and I'm your host. Each week, I bring on a passionate person to help you discover your own passion in life and how to begin pursuing it. Thanks for spending some time with me today and let the episode begin. This week's guest is Jack Spencer. Jack is currently a full-time personal trainer working within Wexford's leading personal training gym, Focus Health and Fitness. Jack is active on social media platforms, predominantly on Instagram and YouTube, where he uploads content about his life and journey. He has previously collaborated with the IFBB Pro, the two-time Arnold Champion, and the social media sensation Blessing Wadaboo, otherwise known as the Boogeyman, to produce a skit. Jack has recently decided to transition from powerlifting into bodybuilding, and you can follow his journey and process on Instagram and YouTube by simply searching uh, Jack Spencer. His passion lies in helping people and watching them get better, which is one of the main reasons why he decided to get into personal training in the first place. In this episode, some of the things we discuss are the importance of doing what you love, advice to an aspiring personal trainer, advice to someone who wants to join the gym for the first time, and what does the day-to-day life as a personal trainer actually look like, along with many other topics. I hope you enjoy this episode, and without further ado, let's get right into the episode. Jack, uh, thank you for coming to the show. Really appreciate it. Oh, very welcome, man. Excited to be here. Uh, if you don't, yeah. I'll have cool. the mic up now. Sorry, people. Yeah. So, yeah, could you just tell us um, what you currently do and just give us an introduction to your background, how you started, and yeah. All right. So, present day, I'm a personal trainer in Focus Health and Fitness. That's my main job. I'm also newly an online coach, so just training people through the, the medium of nutrition and weight training programs check-ins etc online um background uh, how far do we want to go back i mean you can go back to the school what were, the what school? Kind of were you in, in school and what did you want to do uh, school so it was a weird weird one man um go for it i suppose school we went to school together so you kind of know me from school yeah school i wasn't particularly the biggest uh, advocate of school i enjoyed it and all that but uh, i knew it wasn't really for me long term Fast forward, I suppose, to around TY is when I suppose I kind of learned what I was going to do. Gym was what life revolved around. I would be in, in TY, and I remember me and Skinny, we would go leave school pretty much every day to go to the gym, and then we'd come back for lunch. Then after that, we'd go to the gym, <laughs> and then I'd go home. Instead of homework, I'd be studying whatever I could get my hands on. It was all terrible information at that time, bodybuilding.com, whatever I could find online, but essentially all i did was either go to the gym or read whatever i could read on it um bought my first college textbook that year i think which was anatomy and physiology and i read fuck all of it <laughs> but i did read it later on down the line um yeah i suppose from 16 17 18 it was just get through school went to the gym established myself did a little bit of coaching again did my course went to a shit job for a year did it got my experience uh, got to another job that I left after two months because I didn't enjoy it and now here I am in focus absolutely love it 10 months or so still buzzing off it every single day mm. I suppose that's a very I think that's a background mm. <laughs> and like was there ever a turning point like you know you're like oh, oh when you were in school was there like oh I want to get into fitness like was that ever did that ever occur to yeah, you um, or was it always a thing that you wanted to do oh, it really wasn't always a thing um at the start, I just kind of wanted to get to the gym. I was, when I was a kid, I was kind of chubby, and then I was kind of skinny, and then I was skinny chubby, and I wasn't very confident mm. kid, especially in school, first, second year, even third year, I was really wasn't confident, like seriously, and I don't think I really showed it too much, but I wasn't, didn't feel good about myself in general. Um, got to the gym, well actually I didn't get to the gym, I remember the first thing I did was I went to Argos, Granny and Grandad gave me some money when I went to see them in Dublin. Spent 50 euro or so on a 20-odd, 30-odd kilo weight set in Argos. My room, if anybody's been in my room, you will know there is no place for anything in my room. It's, it's crowded out of it, but I somehow managed to just fit a barbell. It pretty much slept beside me in bed every night. You had to like take off the weights and put on whatever you wanted. I would do chest press on the bed, curls push it over my head that's why my lampshade is right now in bits because i remember hitting it with an overhead press all those years ago um mm. so that's yeah that was the first thing that happened with fitness but a serious turning point i remember having a breakdown one day when it came to the cao and it came to college and stuff and i was just like 
I remember to my man, I went absolutely cracked, and it wasn't her fault. But I just, I was like, um, I was just getting pressured towards college in every direction, which I think happens to a lot of people. And I was just like, I don't want to go to education for another three or four years. It was the last thing in the world I wanted to do. And I remember that really being a breaking point that I kind of went home. Well, actually, it was outside the gym this happened. So I went into the gym, trained, and then I went home. And I had a real long, hard think, and I started doing research into what I could actually do. I suppose that was the real first turning point to let me know this is where I wanted to get to. Mm. And you mentioned that you weren't very confident in third and fourth year. Mm. What helped you develop this confidence? Because you're now looking at, looking at you now like you're pretty confident. So, like, mm. what helped you um, develop confidence? It was definitely the gym. Even coming into fourth year, now I was a lot more confident. Fourth year, mm. I was way, way more confident. Probably seen as cocky by a good few people. But it was um, it was definitely the gym. It was nothing other than that. Like it was, I loved the gym. It made me feel good. People would know me as the guy who went to the gym in school, especially kind of come around that time. People would always fucking come talk to me about my chest. Mm-hmm. That was always the thing in school. I had yeah. massive fucking chest. And I'd be asked by people if I could give recommendations or nutrition plans or gym programs or if I train with them and things like that. And that was just a massive kind of confidence and ego boost that made me actually feel kind of good, I suppose, you know. Hmm. And was there anyone in your life who influenced you? Like who you influenced by the most? When it came to getting in the gym? I guess so. Or life in general. Mm. Who kind of inspired you, you know, to develop yourself and go to the gym? Um, you know yeah see this this is a tough one and it's something I've tried to think about a lot um, look up I look up to my family a lot my mom and dad a lot just mm. because of the shit they've done in the past the shit they've done for me and then our situation now compared to where we were a few years ago like every single one of us all three of us have come so far it's kind of amazing to see and back then it was the same kind of deal we've kind of gone from weakness to strength Um there was never really one person either in town or worldwide or any particular bodybuilder who was my main driving passion. I used to love the likes of Arnold, Phil Heath, Kai Green, etc. Mm. Um, now, to be honest, the people I look up most in this industry has got to be Locke. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's seeing the man every day, seeing how humble he is in all of his victories, how much of a genuine person he is. I see him help people for free every day, regardless of how busy he is he makes time for me constantly he he's just an amazing man he's a man i'd strive to be like in the gym down the line you know what i mean he's he's taking advantage of all his opportunities but he's also giving a lot back to those who, who appreciate it you know but yeah very cliche answer the family was probably the biggest motivator and the biggest influence but that's the way it was and were they always supportive of, of you because you know you started making youtube videos like instagram stuff like that i'm, I'm sure it wasn't easy yeah. and you probably got a lot of uh, you know criticism for it yeah uh, like what kind of helped you overcome that and you know i suppose man there's always uh, at the start especially i don't think anyone was particularly happy about it there was I, w- I was never made feel really bad for what i was doing but you could tell there was just that vibe in the air where it was kind of expected i was going to college because i was seen as a very smart kid and i was a very smart kid and i definitely could have gone to a college if i had wanted to go down that path um well some people might argue that (laughs) but um no they they were supportive in general um i think at the beginning they really didn't understand it and especially when you'd see how much time i'd spend in my room just trying to teach myself how to edit trying to record videos etc etc especially my ma i don't think she understood it at the time my, they, they were always supportive but now I think they've seen what it's done for me and like I remember back when the Instagram page was blown up and I collabed with Blessing and they saw all the DMs coming through they saw all all the potential money I could make from these clients they saw the fact that I reached over 500,000 accounts in the space of a week they saw the potential this thing really had and that was around the time that there was a lot of shit going on in regards to changing jobs and money etc so I think they saw that I wasn't just taking the piss. It wasn't just something I was picking up for a month or so. It was something that I still genuinely am pursuing. Social media always has been important to me. It's something I'm posting on. I'm posting on two Instagram pages daily right now. I post YouTube videos probably three days a week. It's it's something that's still really important to me. And it is something that I definitely see as being one of my biggest income sources in future. And right now it is. It's my main supplementary in- income source. All of my coaching clients come from my uh, Instagram posts, you know. At the start, yeah, it was definitely weird, but right now they're as supportive as ever, man. They, they, I don't think 
they'd ever second question anything I want to do right now. They had my best interest at heart, and I completely understand that, and I don't hold anything against them for it. I probably would have been in the same situation if it was something I didn't understand. But, uh, yeah, nowadays they support me no matter what it is. Yeah, 100%. I really think it's important to have people around you who support what you do because, like, it's not always easy, you know, just to pick up a camera and just speak, speak yeah. to, you know, who knows who. Yeah, and no, like, man, like, yeah. yeah. I was, like, the first person as well. Not the first person, the first person in our school, etc., would ever put up a picture of them speaking or whoever put up a story of them speaking to a camera whoever started putting up topless pictures and things like mm. that i man it's easy to get fucking ridiculed for doing things like that and big message i suppose to anybody who's thinking about doing it is just fucking do it don't care about what anyone has to say so many people who would have taken the piss out of me back then have come to me and have paid me money for coaching for plans etc it just goes to show, man, a lot of people are small minded they don't see the vision especially at that age but a lot of these people do grow up and then respect kind of what you've done i've had people who i would have strongly disliked in the past or who would have strongly disliked me in the past for various reasons who i'm now friends with would have trained with and again would have worked alongside you know so big piece of advice if you want to just do something fucking do it man what's the worst that's going to happen won't pay off bit of time wasted when you're 16 17 who cares you're probably going to waste it all anyway <laughs> no yeah 100 percent exactly um jack what actually gets you out of the bed like what motivates you motivates me man um more than ever motivated right now i'm fucking obsessed with progression like absolutely obsessed with it as of right now could you explain that what do you mean by progression Progression. gym health mental couple of things right now um biggest one myself self-progression in regards to bodybuilding um Mm -hmm. health i'm the healthiest i've ever been but I am just working harder ever, working harder than ever on myself and my training. And we've lost nearly 11 kilos since the start of this cut. Locke has held me more accountable than ever. Nutrition is on track. I've, I've a purpose to wake up every single morning, get on my fucking bike, do my cardio, push my meal back. And then secondly, what a massive one is for me right now, man, is I'm just trying to plan for my future. Uh, money-wise, I'm making nearly double the money than it would have been this time a year ago and I don't plan on that slowing up I know a lot of people don't talk about money I don't really care about talking about money it's, everybody makes money it's fine yeah. should be proud of it um, so I'm happy to say I'm making that much more money than I was this time last year and I don't want that to slow down um, plan on buying a house potentially this year with the intent of letting so with the intent of getting my kind of foot dipped into the, the rental property market um, alongside that holidays uh, I just booked New York a few days ago. That's for October. I have Germany coming up in four weeks. My why revolves heavily just around experience in life, bettering myself, and as well, Sophie. Sophie is a big reason I do everything I do. She doesn't get enough credit, but especially this time last year, she pulled me out of a dark place without even realizing. And since then, shit's just gone uphill, you know. So, I think I think um, a lot of my reason for getting up out of bed in the morning is just seeing how far I've come this year how how much better shit has gone you know i think i still have a lot of people to prove wrong and i still have a lot to prove for myself but if we keep at this rate man no stopping us 100 percent. and you know over your career i'm pretty sure you failed uh, at some point what oh, would yeah. you say was the biggest failure for you uh, and what the what's uh what's the lesson you got from it oh man fucking a lot of big failures let me think um probably my my biggest regret would have been not leaving my first job sooner it was in a gym and I just got content money was shit hours were shit I hated it it was a commercial gym you're basically a receptionist and cleaner and I just lost ambition I I just kept fucking going I fell into a bad place mentally but it was just comfortable and in my head I was justifying it saying nah I'm getting experience whatever it was when really I wasn't I was just bullshitting myself because I was comfortable um then oh man I've had crazy fucking failures i've thought about opening gyms i've thought about opening studios i've tried fucking looking to pursuing these things i've i've fucking it's not happening right now and i'm thankful for everything that hasn't happened because it's brought me to where i am and through all of everything i've done i realize that's not what i want i don't think i ever want to own a gym or studio after the work i have the amount of work that goes into it i, I love working in one as of right now but i don't see myself owning one um and as well just not investing in myself sooner um not cutting people out of my life sooner just taking the piss for a little bit too long you know what i mean i think i cleaned up a lot of my shit the last year but that could have been done so much earlier so uh, but yeah i think the absolute biggest regret was staying in that job and again that was down to me being comfortable and 
just that kind of pressure that society has on you that you should have a job and I was kind of afraid that if I left that one I might not get another one even though I had enough money to save to go survive year two years whatever I needed to do until the right thing happened it was just it was just that pressure to keep a job up you know but yeah that's that's the biggest one and if you could have a chat with a 15 year old Jack what advice would you give Jack um advice would I give Jack 15 year old Jack that was a bad time um I'd probably tell him to cop the fuck on a little bit quicker than he did. I'd tell him everything's going to be okay, man. Um, your work ethic will pop out. I always knew I had a big work ethic. I just I just didn't apply it correctly. I spent a lot of my energy in the wrong places. So I would try and explain to him how important it is not only to work, but to work with intent, work with a plan, and uh, to, to put that intent into the right places. You know what I mean? Stop wasting so much time. Start working on yourself earlier be a little bit more selfish get away from all of the bullshit that is dragging you down and simply put that's that's the main thing i'd say to him mm. and what would you say is your current mindset like what's your personal philosophy on life philosophy man this um philosophy uh there's a few things i say to myself every day mm-hmm. the, the, the list gets added to things get taken away i forget about it it's not set in stone but, um the number one biggest one is i am good enough because I didn't tell myself that for years and years, and uh, I nearly fo- I get emotional thinking about that one line. I'd be walking to the gym oftentimes, have my music on, you know, I'm walking down, I'm thinking about training, I'm thinking about stepping on a stage in two years, and tears can want to start forming in the eyes because I just tell myself I am good enough. Because subconsciously, man, I told myself I wasn't good enough for years and years, especially when it comes to bodybuilding. That was a big part of why I even got into powerlifting, was because I just thought that. I, I was kind of better at it. It, it was just I, w- I was stronger and it didn't involve eating good foods and I didn't really have to take care of myself as much, which you should. Uh, I'm not saying like that was that was me being a fucking retarded powerlifter. That's not how powerlifting should be done. It was just, mm. again, it was escape for myself. All the respect for powerlifters. There's so many fucking amazing ones out there. But coming back to me and myself out in the bodybuilding world, that's why I just tell myself I am good enough every single day uh, again other things like um i will succeed it's simple but it's amazing what it can do especially when you're in the gym or when you're struggling at night like oftentimes i'll go home after the gym and i'll have to check out my own online clients and then i'll be editing a youtube video and before you know it's two or three in the morning and your brain hasn't stopped for 15 hours and you're like i will succeed you know and that just that just brings you back down to earth makes you feel good lets you keep going but they're, they're probably the biggest two right now to be honest man I am good enough and I will succeed mm. and do you follow a particular morning routine what do you do when you wake up like you're obviously doing yeah. these affirmations but what else do you do so to an extent my mornings as a PT are kind of weird um, Monday is my weird day I do a split shift on Monday so I'm up at 5 in the morning so morning routine there involves getting the fuck out of bed, <laughs> probably mm. getting some coffee into me, brushing my teeth and uh, walking to work. Aside from that, six days out of seven, I generally wake up about half nine. Seems late to most people, but I'm generally up till two or three just because I finish work at nine. By the time I get home, I have to do my own stuff. It's ten, half ten. Then if it comes to updating programs, editing, just trying to have some wind down time. So yeah, I'm generally up about half nine, ten. I'll wake up. I'll always just chill there for a few minutes. I just kind of sit on the edge of the bed or I'll maybe I'll open up the Mac, look at my statistics for YouTube or Instagram, something along those lines, but just take a few minutes to do really nothing. Uh, bathroom, do all your normal stuff. You know, weigh myself every single morning, track that, uh, brush my teeth, etc. Go to the toilet, do what you got to do. Um, then let me think. I don't, I don't do any fancy shit. Yeah, every yeah, morning yeah. right now is cardio usually for 20 minutes fasted i push my first meal back as far as i can and then again kind of get my posts ready for instagram that's generally in the morning i do my instagram stuff in the evening i do youtube so if i have to make an infograph for the jack spencer coaches page i'll do that there in the morning before i eat in general then i kind of feel like i've earned the meal or if not i just kind of chill take that as a chill time hmm. And I'm curious, you know, you you were doing powerlifting for quite a while, and mm-hmm. you said you were eating, you know, you know, whatever you see in your site. Mm-hmm. What kind of made you? What was the decision like uh, to move from powerlifting to bodybuilding? Because it's kind of a jump, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's a massive jump. It's a yeah. big change. Um, I suppose with powerlifting, it it was fun, 
and I was enjoying it, but it did just get to a stage where it wasn't fun, it wasn't enjoyable. Mm. Body hurt all of the time. I was just trying to compensate by eating more and sleeping more. I turned into a bit of a fucking no life, a bit of a slob. Training wasn't fun. It would take forever. I was force feeding to try and fuel these disgustingly long sessions. I just built up so many bad habits in myself. And at the end of the day, it wasn't even something I was enjoying. But I had this label on me that I'm Jack Spencer, I'm a powerlifter. Mm. People knew me as a powerlifter and it was hard to get away from that label. I think that's why it went on so long or else I feel like I could have made this change six, seven, eight months ago easily. Because my training was not serious for at least a period of six, seven, eight months. I went through a crazy training cycle with Skinny Steve where our lifts just skyrocketed. And it was amazing, but absolutely burnt out. Like That's when the bench went up to 140. Um we squatted, I think it was 192.5 in sleeves, hit a 210 in wraps, a 200 clean in wraps. Deadlift was probably still only like 40 kilos. <laughs> Worst deadlift in the world now. It's probably about 200, Mark 190. Um, and that was fun. That was amazing. We were having the right time. It was absolutely fantastic. Fat Steve would train with us a lot of the time. But then it just kind of it became a chore. It became a task. You know, it wasn't enjoyable. And then bodybuilding has just always been something that's in the back of my head it's always been something i've really wanted to do i've just again never had the self-belief to go ahead and do it and then something just kind of flicked in me one day again i was going into a bit of a dark place i went to lock i want i just said to him i was like man like it's something i really want to do and i was like he was like why aren't you doing it i was like i just i don't i don't think i'm good enough like and he was just he was like shut the fuck up you know what i mean it was just a bit like it was a bit of a reality check, and it was like, why, why, even if you're not good enough, why would you say that to yourself? And I think my problem is, as as a PT, I think I do a really good job of motivating other people and like setting shit straight to other people, but I oftentimes can't do it to myself, and that's exactly why I'm going to lock right now in regards mm-hmm. to him taking my measurements and putting me on the right path and stuff. Because oftentimes I'm not too soft on myself, but too harsh on myself. That's why finally and giving myself enough respect and enough belief to think that i can step on a stage in the next year and a half two years Mm. and just to get some insight into your job a personal trainer uh, could i just ask you like what do you do on a day-to-day basis like when you come into work and when you finish what do you do in between that time 100 percent, man so um let's just take an average evening shift say i'm in three till nine the large majority of the clients we take right now are semi-private we do mainly groups of six to one so large majority of it involves people will come in here man for five minutes we'll sit on these couches that we're sitting on right now and we'll chat community is a massive importance to us i don't think it is to enough pts you know what i mean i think um a lot of people just get the client in get them trained dog them till they're dead and then get them out next people come in you know what i mean whereas we dedicate a lot of time to just chilling and talking with people you know everybody who come in here is an everyday person everybody has their fitness goals but they also just want to be fairly fucking happy you know what i mean who doesn't want that so every single day i spent a lot of time on these couches just chatting with people you know friends clients friends we're all all in all here you know um after that we head right over there <laughs> to the astral turf that's behind me and we do mobility work again we have a bit of a chat bit of crack we do some foam rolling some dynamic stretching get them ready for the session we do our weight session um again that's a lot goes into that for the six to ones they're all on a fairly similar program we make sure people lift heavy things we make sure people lift heavier things the next week and we make sure that people are tired leaving here and feeling fulfilled um and then at the end again we do a bit of a finisher build a little bit of community say it could be something like having everybody push the prowler for a few minutes getting as many runs in as you can and then trying to beat it the next week it's just building that bit of crack you know and um, that's an hour class pretty much summed up Aside from that, I do a lot of the social media stuff for here. So if ever I have an hour like where I don't have a client in, I'll take out the Mac. I kind of make infographs and quotes and stuff for the focus page. Text clients who may seem a bit down. Again, we're not just trying to get people in here and make them exercise. These are people we really care about. Like, So if I notice that somebody's a bit down, you might drop them a text to see how they're getting on. You might even give them a call if you're quite close with them, you know, because you're really close with some clients. Um little check-ins like that and then again monthly we have check-ins as i was saying to you earlier on we're after ordering a new uh body scanner 
things like that we just keep the place clean it's in fairly good nick well it's not right now because it's the end of a shift i haven't cleaned it yet mm. <laughs> but i mean clean the stuff you know make the fridge look nice put all the folders back give everything a wipe down just that's simply put that's what it is man large majority of it's the six to one training and we might have an odd one to one here and there but again that's just similar stuff you know just before you left here i had three new people in so what i did with them was i just kind of assessed them all got their details taken down did their kind of measurements took their pictures you know you need them before pictures man it's all about the marketing yeah <laughs> you know and then um, brought them to the program they're going to be doing so that's the large majority of what it is man that's why i like this place 90 percent of my time is spent coaching whereas in a lot of places you'll spend maybe 50 percent coaching and then 50 percent doing all of the kind of behind the scenes shit that you shouldn't have to do you know mm. And I love the way, like, you, you know, you're building a community, you're making people have fun going to the gym. Like, you know, you see other gyms just kind of like personal trainers just kind of do, you know, doing their job. Oh, when is the hour over? And that's it. But yeah. with you guys, like, you are literally like, very passionate about helping other people. Yeah. Like you said, you send people messages, you know. Yeah. I, I think that's I think that's great man, to see. I, I love it, man. And it's something we're constantly working on in here. We, we all really believe in ourselves as personal trainers. I do. I know I'm young and I stay in my lane. I'm not one of the best out there by far, but I think mm. I am a very good personal trainer. I really do. I take pride in that and I say, I, I say it happily. But we're all pretty much new to trying to build this community. But we do things like um, August Bank Holiday. We're, having a, 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 we're doing a charity walk for one of the members here. His son was in a in a hospital essentially so we're doing a charity walk we're getting a load of members to go out we're all hiking up Sugarloaf um, we had a client out at the beach the last bank holiday there was we just had a I believe I rented out the whole of a, a bar section of T Morris and we had a client night out there for summer mm. like you know what I mean like most gyms aren't doing things like that we have I think over 100 members at this stage mm. and everybody knows the large majority of people nobody just comes in here and trains you make friends man and like, who doesn't want that like and I think that's a big reason of why we have yearly memberships. I don't think a lot of personal trainers have yearly memberships. Who the fuck wants to dedicate themselves to 12 months with a personal trainer? That's not the service we sell. Like, we we sell, for one, it is personal training, but then there's all of the other shit, man. There's the community, there's the text, the phone calls, the level of care is crazy. Somebody will text me tonight probably nine o'clock ask me where i get me fucking protein and i'll have no problem answering you know what i mean you're kind of always on the clock but at the same time you love it we're able to be selective with the clients we take on everybody who comes in here they're, they're going to be talking to levi beforehand we won't take anybody on if we don't think we're going to work well with them not if we don't necessarily like them but if we just think that there's somebody who's going to be better suited to help them we'll send them on you know what i mean it's like if we don't think they'll fit in with kind of our ethos we'll send them on and we're very lucky to be in a position where we can do that because that just means that everybody in here gets on with everybody in here, you know? Mm. You clearly love what you do. Um, what would you say is the single most um, enjoyable part of your job? Single most enjoyable part of the job? Yeah. Man, I do. I love what I do. Um, there's a lot of tough, stressful times, but the best part, man, just has to be any time somebody in here is, is just is happy with something that's just happened whether it be that they get a PR on a lift or they see their progress pictures or they just get a, a little fucking tip off you when it brings yeah. a smile on their face like every time somebody in here is happy that's that's what makes it such a good job because i know there's days in here man where i'm cutting right now people know that i'm the grumpy cunt in this gym right now the clients know that leave the people i work with know it and people in here always bring a smile on my face you know what i mean without them the cut would have been a lot more dull at times especially if i was working a normal job but like everybody in here understands what i'm going through they push me on even when i'm being grumpy they kid to them and making them have to do all this exercise and all this rotten stuff but literally it's probably again slightly cliche but every time i'm able to make somebody happy in here it's it's an amazing feeling hmm. and there's obviously like parts of any job where it's shit like it's just a shit sandwich uh, so oh, what's yeah. that for you? What do you dislike oh, the I most? I wake up at five in the morning, man. I'm, I'm not a morning <laughs> but that's person. that's only Mondays. Yeah, Monday, five in the morning. And then Saturday, I was in here at eight. Obviously, like, you know, just, you can fucking nitpick all you want. I'd like weekends off. I'd like to not be in Monday morning. Everybody wants more money. Um, let me think. I suppose there's certain shit like, I don't know, some days you get really tired. Like, I suppose there's, days in here i'll be absolutely wrecked my stomach will be cramping all you want to do is go home and the last thing you want to do is take a class 
we just do it. Um, really, man, I'd, I'd be nitpicking to say any shit about here. Like, obviously, the morning. I'm just not in the morning person. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? No, that's, that's not fair. anybody's fault. <laughs> that's just that's my own fucking fault for such a <laughs> shit sleep pattern. <laughs> yeah, that, that's all I can think of. But overall, it's a good experience. Yeah, it really is. Or else I'd be gone, man. As I said, I left my last job after not even two months because I just didn't agree with the way they did things. You know what I mean? So mm. I literally would not be in a job right now if it didn't fall in line with what I believed in. Mm. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there who want to be personal trainers. So what advice would you give to these people? What advice would you give to someone who wants to become a personal trainer? Yeah, this is one I get a lot through Instagram as well. Um, look, there's loads of opportunity out there for personal trainers. We're hiring right now, man. You know what I mean? This is an amazing place to work. You're not on shit money. You're not on absolutely disgusting hours. You're not dogged. You're not just a workhorse. You're taking care of. People seem to think it's a saturated market. I could go find 20 places across the country that are hiring right now, no matter where you are. You know what I mean? If I'm in a place like Wexford and I can get in a place like this, imagine being somewhere like Dublin. I see these places advertised constantly. What I'd say, though, is, right, to be a PT, I think, takes a special kind of person who is always willing to learn and who is completely and utterly comfortable with being themselves. Mm. And you have to have a, a certain amount of ability to work close with people you have to have a certain amount of patience you have to have a true passion for helping people you can't be faked man you, you can't fake something that you're going to be doing for the whole of your life you have to have a personality this all comes before even knowing your shit like you know what i mean there's so many people who who might know all the information but if you're a big bell and nobody wants to be trained by you it's, it's that simple if you don't have the personality if you're not yourself if you can't associate with people if you can't really connect with people it's not going to work for you next thing i'd say in regards to education is you need to be fucking having a burning passion man you need to be constantly educating yourself and something to do with health and fitness i don't mean you have to be going to seminars but you need to be keeping up to date with some literature you need to be buying yourself maybe a, a book on something maybe whether it's anatomy physiology biology whatever it is something that interests you maybe just watching youtube videos it can be that simple like but you need to have a burn desire to constantly make yourself better in this industry and that's something i'm trying to work on myself right now i am trying to actually do actively do more i'm hoping to do a few seminars next year i've done a couple this year with work um but seriously you need to know your shit as well as being that 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 bubbly person because i see so many pts who are just so opinionated and that is the biggest telltale sign of someone for me who should not be a pt like i i have a strong opinion on very very few topics when it comes to health and fitness because literature changes yearly man and the information we have changes yearly and that's why i think if somebody tells you that their way is the only way or the best way they're like just fucking run run for the hills man it's 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 not worth it education wise um i did a six-week fast track course I needed a piece of paper to get me a job. You know what I mean? That's what I did. Before I was 17 years old, I had read a textbook that takes four years to read in this country. You know what I mean? I was like, just just because you don't go to college doesn't necessarily mean... I've had conversations with people that I, I can't I can't stand talking to who have been to college. And I've had conversations with people who make me feel like an absolute idiot in this world. You know what I mean? I just think it's it's important to educate 100%, but... In this country in particular, I think you can get quite far doing it yourself. Oh, yeah, like 100%. Like I think education isn't really college or school. I think education is learning um, like the things you're passionate about by yourself. Yes. Because, like, I mean, people just go to college just for the sake of going to college, but they don't really know why they're going. And I think that's kind of inspiring, like, just watching you do, because, like, you're genuinely passionate about, you know, health and fitness. Yeah. And you have a genuine passion to, you know, learn, learn these books. Because, like you said, like, if you're not educating yourself, you're... You're out the door. Useless. Yeah. And what was going to say, uh, what's kind of the worst piece of advice you hear within this industry, like from other personal trainers, whatever? Ooh, the worst Because I'm sure there's a lot of bad advice out there. Oh, man. There's, <laughs> there's constant bullshit always coming out. <laughs> there's just, there's so many cliches to name out. Uh, I think what I just spoke about a little bit is if anybody tells you their way is the best way or the definitive way, run. Like, it, it's impossible. If anybody tries to sell you a dream, run. Um... I hate when people try to sell like really short transformations. It's just not by my ethos. I don't believe in it. Uh, fitness is not a 
eight week block. Now it's fine to sell an eight week block of coaching, obviously. You, you, you know what I mean? But I mean, don't sell a, a fucking dream for eight weeks. When people tell you carbs are going to make you fat, uh, you shouldn't eat carbs after six. Uh, <laughs> maybe I like fuel in my body. Um, artificial sweeteners will kill you as well. Oh man, me eating this can of monster is not going to kill me. Just like you drinking your fucking 12 pints on the weekend isn't going to kill you tomorrow either. You know what I mean? It's like, I think there's there's too many <laughs> i don't think there's any one particular piece of absolutely terrible advice that i can pinpoint but there's a lot of misinformation out there and not just by average people but by fitness professionals yeah because i found it funny you were in um you're in holidays the other day and you were saying in your instagram story that some personal trainer came up to you because you were like doing <laughs> i don't know like a 20 kg um i don't know dumbbell chest yeah. press whatever and you can obviously lift more than that and he yeah. came up to you was like Man, what are you doing? Like, why are you lifting uh, such light weight? Could you just explain uh, that story a little yeah, bit? Yeah, man, so I was in Portugal with Sophie. We were away for a week, and I was just doing a little bit of training in the hotel gym. It was nothing special. Mm. It was techno gym equipped, if that means anything to anyone. And um, I was just doing full body, man, getting a nice pump on. I was sweating. Yeah. I was feeling shiny. It was good. The veins were popping out. And um, I was doing some 20 kg dumbbell chest press for reference that's not very heavy i've benched 140 it was my heaviest ever barbell bench there's videos of it as well i'm not just saying that because i'm a dickhead um so 20s for me were very comfortable and i was just doing kind of three to four second negatives a nice little squeeze at the top high rep sets it was feeling amazing and then this um this guy comes over i think he was just like a, a gym employee i don't think he was a pt and he was asking me kind of like why was i lifting so light when i could clearly lift heavy and i was like oh man it was like I'm not really trying to lift heavy right now. He's like, well, you should always lift heavy. And I was like, why? <laughs> I was just, why? And he had absolutely, like, well, his answer was essentially, because if you lift heavier, you'll get bigger. And I was looking at this man, and I'm not messing. He fucking, that pen there, like, he was no bigger than that pen. No offense to the man, but I was just like, what What you lift? And like, <laughs> he, 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 he was like, he might lift, say, the 24s or the 26s. And I was like, okay and then i remember i showed him a few videos just for the crack because i was like the, he was a nice man like i just assumed that they don't have great pts over there and i showed him videos of my squat my bench etc and he was just like oh okay and i was just like i'll talk to you after but yeah that was just an, another example of a somebody who is literally getting paid to give people information who thinks that you need to always go heavy as possible yeah, like, I don't know, this is my opinion, but I don't think you should always trust, like, person trainers, because, like, not all of them oh. are pa- this passionate about, like, what you... I would only trust Nobody people who genuinely... Trust, no, you yeah. shouldn't trust me, man, you should trust no one. Always form yeah. your own opinions on everything. Don't just take anything I or you say at face value. Don't fucking take anything anybody has to say at face value. You need to always form your own opinions, especially when it comes to the health and fitness industry, because the truth is nobody knows the answers. It's, it's all speculation, it's all the literature we have. Sorry I'm glad for you said that. You. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's just something that. I feel yeah passionate about as well. And you know, for all the like for people who want to uh, start going to the gym but never had the confidence to do so, what advice would you give to these people? Because like I know when I like first asked, mm. well began going to the gym, yeah. I was like, oh shit, all these people are gonna start looking at me, and it's just a scary kind of feeling. Yeah. So what advice would you give to these people? Um, I suppose the, the honest truth is that nobody really gives a fuck if you're in the gym and you're 16 17 as long as you're sticking to yourself uh if you're worried about people judging you just don't be a dickhead the only people mm. i would have ever judged in the, in the gym who were young is those guys who go around and they're probably 60 odd kilos 50 kilos just fucking skin and bone and they're you know they're lifting weights that are clearly far too heavy for them trying to show off to their little group of friends and they're kind of screaming and they're banging and they're just they're just kind of generally annoying everyone. They're the only kind of people in the gym that I ever would have judged poorly. If ever I saw, doesn't matter if I saw a man who's 40 kilos in the corner of the gym, if he's just working away on himself, that's respect. I think anybody who takes the gym seriously would respect you regardless of your starting point. So don't ever um, be put off going to the gym by anything along those lines. Um, you're you're going to get nothing but respect from anybody who takes it seriously, especially if you stay committed to it for a couple of years. Um, pe- people are going to appreciate that. And, yeah, in no time you'll be getting people asking you for plans. And, you know, like, I feel like that's the general kind of opinion that you need to go to the gym for an hour or whatever. But would you say it's important to start even going for two minutes to the gym just to get momentum going? And mm-hmm. then you're like, fuck it, yeah, I did it, I did it, yes, yeah, I can do it again. 
Yeah, man, 100%. Like, doing 10 minutes in the gym is better than doing zero minutes in the gym, you know what I mean? If it's somebody who's really struggling, again, this is all all relative to the individual and their goals and their, their particular place where they're at right now. I've trained in the gym six days a week for three, three and a half hour sessions in powerlifting yeah. and I've trained in the gym three days a week for 45 minutes and enjoyed both and, and had progress in both. It, it really depends on what it comes down to, but... If you're struggling to get into the gym at all, just get in there, man. Do something that you enjoy, even if it's five minutes, as you just said. It's better than doing nothing. It gets you into a bit of a habit, you know what I mean? And as time goes on, just slowly do a little bit more. And before you know it, you're in a in a five-day split, hitting it an hour a day, and you're seeing serious progress. Mm. I'm going on a slightly different topic. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? Five years, man. This is a cool if one. If you planned it out. This is a cool one. Um, I, I haven't really planned it out, to be honest. I think I'm going to be in a fairly similar situation, to be completely honest with you. Um, I see this place expanding very, very soon, um, all going well. We're going at a fantastic rate. I see us potentially having either a second facility or something along those lines. There is only three of us who work here right now, so I would see myself obviously taking over potentially mm. this place, moving up the ranks, doing something along those lines. And that is the honest truth. Uh, I've had this conversation with Levi many times. I plan on staying here for a long time as long as everything goes well. You know, as long as things don't get stagnant, things don't change, I'm happy to stay here and move up the ranks. So if there is a second facility, I could be taking over this place. Who knows? Something on those lines. Then also, uh, real estate. I, I would like to have multiple houses by that stage. Not living in any. I could still well be living at home by the time I'm 25, 26. Who knows? I'd rather be giving my family money than some random people. But we'll see. Um... Aside from that, I'd hope to be much more established online. Um, and I'd hope for... It, it depends where I'm at with this place. Online coaching could potentially be a massive thing by then. Who knows? I feel like it's almost a bit of a trend right now. And I see it dying, to be completely honest with you. Whereas I think the gym's here to stay. So that is why this is my primary focus. Focus. You see that by? <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, the main places I honestly see myself are here and property. That's it. Like I just plan on man building the future, as I was saying a little bit earlier in the podcast. I'm just trying to build the best future for myself possible right now. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And let's just say you could have dinner with anyone in the world, dead or alive, for one hour. <laughs> or not, not one hour, just dinner in general. Uh, who who would that person be <laughs> and why? Oh, man, that's who would that person be? <laughs> this could make a banging YouTube video that's what I'm thinking like, imagine I just get Gandhi back and record that man and we have a right chat like I'm going to get every <laughs> activist in the world I'm famous I'm set up for life um, no I joke about Gandhi a lot he's a cool man good up man um, I'm trying to think if it would be a bodybuilder like honestly it's probably a born and off answer but probably some crazy investor like Warren Buffett one of those guys like I'd love to just talk to one of those guys i'd also love to talk to bob marley just think he was i think he'd be such a cool man to just have a conversation with um that's i think that's i'd like to talk to arnold but i'd like to think i still might get a, a chance to talk to arnold someday anyway so i wouldn't use it on him like you know that's about it like about and let's just like say you were talking to warren buffett yes. uh, what would you like to ask him man i suppose Here's another new one. Another thing I'm interested in and have been for a long while is stocks, Forex, things along those lines. I've dabbled in Forex before. Never really dabbled in stocks. I'm getting back into it relatively soon. Have a hookup, actually. I know a man. I know a group. It's Again, this is all self-investment. It's a different type of self-investment. It's nothing to do with the gym, or but it is to do with potential money-making habits. Um, so I just like to talk to him because obviously he's one of the most successful investors in the whole world and I just think it'd be cool to get a little bit of insight into his mindset I've watched so many hours of his interviews and stuff on YouTube I just find it so interesting how casually he can speak and how just in-depth he understands any stock or any business that anybody throws at him like it's, 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 it's just crazy to see anybody at that level of their craft like yeah, that'd be, I'd just like to talk to him about stocks and how I can just abuse the market and make all the money. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. But I also feel like there's no secrets. I feel like everything out yeah. there already exists that you need to know. So much information, man. Yeah. Information just absolutely too much. everywhere. You need to just find the good stuff. Like, Yeah. It's hard to know. Like, what is the good stuff? <laughs> you no. have to decide what it is like. You know? 100%. 
And here, what do you do when you feel overwhelmed or just unfocused in general? Okay. How do you deal with that? So, this is this is still a tough one. I struggle with this sometimes a lot. I'm taking on more now than I ever have potentially, and I do just get overwhelming feelings of emotion probably once or twice a week where I could just be sat there or I could be walking to the gym, I could be in the gym, I could be in work, I could be anywhere. And it all just gets a little bit too much, and I just kind of feel myself going flush. It's almost like your heart starts beating a little bit faster. It's just you kind of want to cry. You at the same time you want to shout. At the same time you want to laugh. You don't really know what's happening. But I've just gotten better at handling the man. I'm just like Jack, man. I kind of have to sit myself down and, and talk to myself and be like, look, I have to keep reminding myself of how far I've come this year, and that everything we're doing is working out for the better. Like you know, so that's. That's the main thing I do because I do get that a lot, man. Like again, I think a theme of this podcast so far has been my crippling self doubt over the years, and that's still trying to creep in every now and again. So I just have to remind myself how bad things were when I let that self doubt take over, and make sure that as soon as those, just let those feelings come, and just let them go as soon as they're ready to go as well. But like, do you have any like certain process? Like you just kind of go with it, yeah. I'm just chill, man. Yeah. I'm a really chill person in general, so if I feel them coming, I'll let them happen. If a breakdown has to happen, let the breakdown happen and just forget about it. Yeah, fair enough. And are you a reader? A reader? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't read books. I just never have gotten into them, except for that one textbook. <laughs> um, <laughs> read it? Because I saw you post uh, The Power of Habit before on your Instagram. This was yeah. ages ago, but I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah, do you read books I like read, that? I did. I read a little bit when I was doing the course. I've mm. listened to a lot of audiobooks and podcasts, and then I read a lot of literature, but books in general. I probably go through a phase once a year where I'll read like two or three books, and then I get out of it, and podcasts take over, and audiobooks take over. But like literature is my most interesting thing, so it's just if a new study comes out, like, fucking yeah, creatine now uh, magically doesn't cause hair loss or testosterone in this dose can can help this or I've been looking into SARMs a lot recently just personal interest and it's like new studies are coming out on all these research chemicals constantly and that's just kind of if I'm to read anything it's probably about some supplement or something that's going on in the fitness world just trying mm-hmm. to stay relevant again yeah they're just always keeping top of research I'd, I'd, would, I'd love to read more but it just it doesn't really happen it never it's never been priority you know what I mean it's just maybe if I had an extra couple hours in the day it would happen and maybe someday down the line it will happen again but right now between training coaching working and trying to make content and then etc etc the last thing I want to do when I have spare hours is work my brain again like my main things I do with the chill right now is either YouTube or I'm after buying GTA 5, man. I, bought it. I haven't played GTA since I was about 12, I'd say. And it's it's just... <laughs> I'd just be cruising around, and I'm like, yeah, this is it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, my downtime right now is more chill than, than uh, any research-oriented. Yeah, fair enough. And if you could imagine a day, um, your ideal day, this could be whatever, I don't know, but what would that ideal day look for, look like for you? this is probably going to change in like a month's time than it is now <laughs> because it changes based on situation but ideal yeah. day would be honestly it, it's boring but it's part of what my I suppose grind is wake up in the morning scales has a new low weigh in not hungry lighting looks good I'm feeling good in myself hop on my uh, piece of cardio equipment do a little bit edit a little YouTube video, have an Instagram post ready, upload it, it bangs, it gets seen by like 10,000 people in an hour, go downstairs, still not very hungry, so I'll just have a low calorie meal, you know, so I'll have loads of calories for later in the day, I'll go to work, I'll have a nice old day at work, I'll do an extra little bit of cardio, I'll eat a little something in here, I'll go home, all of my content will be done, and then I kind of have my time to do maybe my little hour or two study on Forex, or an hour or two of looking into the rental properties that I'm looking at, and then I'll have loads of calories left, and I'll have, like, a bowl of cereal. And it's boring out, but that, to me, is a fucking 
I'm excited thinking about that day. Like, that's the kind of day I want to have tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm off tomorrow. I'll wake up. I'm going to wake up next to Sophie. That's always a good start to the day. We'll go downstairs. We'll have bacon and eggs. I'll do some cardio. Sunday, I'll get to look into the Forex market a bit more. I'm going to get linked in with this crew I was talking about. And then I'll have a look into how houses are looking now compared to, say, last week and the week before. I'll come to the gym. I'll do my training. I'll feel good about myself. And I'll hopefully have at least 90 grams of cereal yeah <laughs> i'm a simple man i'm a very very simple man <laughs> you know keeps you happy though keeps yeah. you happy that's good keeps me happy man yeah and i feel like you're doing that already kind of um yeah i'm, tr- I'm trying trying yeah anyways uh, i have the last last question for you so let's just say there's a billboard and this billboard is displayed to everyone in the world everybody could see this billboard just look up at the sky oh look there's a billboard yeah so what would you put up, what would you, what message or quote, whatever would you put up on that billboard? What would it say? Oh, right. Man, you have some good questions. I suppose something similar to my mantra, because that's what's working best for me right now, so that you are good enough and you will succeed. I probably, that's the first thing that comes to my, to my mind, and then something along the lines of be happy. Again, as fucking cliche as it can be, but it's another one I love, man. Let's talk about Bob Marley earlier. I still love listening to his songs every day. Don't do drugs anymore. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, <laughs> I still like listening to his music. Um, so don't worry, be happy. You can do it. <laughs> you are good enough. <laughs> Something like that. That sounds nice. If I looked up to the sky and I seen that, give me a little smile. You know what I mean? I'd yeah. say, I'll do my cardio now. You know what I mean? That's that's all I needed. That's that little burst. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> And before we finish up, uh, is there anything out there that you'd like to promote? Promote? Um, like, if you like anything I've said and you're interested in online coaching, um, obviously just send me a message on one of my Instagram pages. Uh, just, just look up Jack Spencer and I'll probably be there. I have a coach, Jack Spencer, and a Jack Spencer lifts. They'll both do different <laughs> things. One's my informative page, one's my personal page. Um, also, I have a YouTube page, I suppose. That's just jack spencer <laughs> i think where if you want to see more about me i have videos up there all the time and yeah that's about it man i don't don't have too much to plug don't have too much to plug not cool. right now well look jack it was a pleasure talking to you really enjoyed the conversation and yeah thank you for coming on that was enjoyable man thank you thank you cheers i hope you enjoyed this episode if you did it'd be pretty cool if you shared it with your friends or anyone else who you think would benefit from it you can find all the show notes by going to the website chasingpassion.e. That is chasingpassion.e. Thank you for listening today and I hope you enjoyed the episode.